You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Sacramento Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Is it possible that Brooklyn Nets star Kyrie Irving and some other players could refuse to play, therefore preventing the NBA season from resuming in July? We'll talk about Kyrie Irving's concerns and some NBA player arguments against him on today's episode of the Locked on Kings podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome into Locked on Kings, your hub for Sacramento Kings coverage all regular season, all off season. If you're looking for in-depth analysis, game-by-game breakdowns, highlights, interviews with local and national experts, full coverage of the Sacramento Kings and the NBA as a whole from January through December, this is the place for you, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. My name is Matt George. I have the privilege of being your host here. I've been a Sacramento sports radio host for approaching six years now. This is also my sixth season covering the Kings as both a radio host and a multimedia journalist and reporter. Today's episode, I think, is very interesting. It's not going to be so much Kings-focused as it is going to be NBA-focused as a whole. Obviously, uh, the resumption of the NBA season has a lot to do with the Sacramento Kings as they will be one of the 22 teams that will go to Orlando and play in a neutral site, and the Kings will have the opportunity to compete for uh, a chance to sneak their way into the playoffs, be it by the play-in tournament between the ninth and 8th seeds, or the Kings could outright catch the Grizzlies. Anything is possible, and the Kings and Kings fans want the team to have that opportunity Uh, to finally end this playoff drought. However, Kyrie Irving and other NBA players do have some very legitimate concerns when it comes to the resumption of the NBA season. There are a lot of things to talk about, a lot of things to look at, and a lot of things to break down from Kyrie's comments. So we're going to be looking at that and chatting about that today. Also, I want to address you being my listeners and those who uh, spend the time to listen to the Locked on Kings podcast. First off, thank you so much for always choosing Locked on Kings as your source of Kings news uh, and NBA entertainment. But I am disappointed with some of the response that I've seen to Kyrie Irving. Now, I'm not calling you out. I have no idea if you are one of these people that is anti-Kyrie Irving and his stance uh, against resuming the NBA season. But I am disappointed with how a lot of NBA fans have responded to Kyrie voicing rather very legitimate concerns. So we're going to discuss it all today. But in order to discuss it, we have to fully understand and comprehend what Kyrie Irving is talking about. So let's dive into Kyrie Irving's uh, concerns here. First off, it's important to note that Kyrie isn't playing for the remainder of this season due to a shoulder injury. He had surgery on his shoulder back in May. So Kyrie is basically speaking up for his fellow players, for his peers, because he's not going to be playing regardless. He's going to be on the bench. Now, the Brooklyn Nets are one of the teams that is going to be resuming this season, so I assume he'll be there, maybe be on the bench, uh, but he will not be playing. Here's Kyrie's chief concern. He's concerned that the NBA resuming distracts people from the social justice and racism issues that are happening in our world today. And these issues... Uh, the NBA and a lot of NBA players have kind of spearheaded the the move 
supporting Black Lives Matter, spearheading the movement against uh, these very prominent issues uh, in our world today. And I'm going to try as much as I can to not focus on the issues. I spent plenty of time a couple of weeks ago sharing my opinions and my feelings on everything that is going on right now. If you want to listen to that and hear more of that, uh, you can go back and listen to that. I'm just trying to focus from a pure basketball standpoint on today's Locked on Kings podcast. But it is a good point. It is a legitimate point. Is there a chance that with the NBA resuming in July, going all the way through October with the playoffs, is there a chance that people can get so interested and so dialed into basketball being back and sports being back that they forget about the legitimate problems in our community, in our country, and in our world right now? That is a legitimate concern. That is a very real question because there are going to be some people that do turn to sports for a distraction and who are going to be desperate for sports to be back so they can focus on a game and not on the very real and very uncomfortable problems uh, in our society. So Kyrie Irving feels that players playing in a league that, by the way, consists mostly of white majority owners for money with everything that is going on in our world right now doesn't feel right. It's not the right message to send. Again, a very legitimate concern and an opinion that has weight and value to it. And clearly, it's an opinion that is valued by NBA players, his peers, because there were 80 to 100 of his peers on the phone call where he voiced these concerns. So ask yourself this, if you don't value Kyrie Irving's opinion, is that coming from a place of understanding or just a stubbornness that you want the game of basketball back? And also, ask yourself, if the players... His peers, the ones actually participating in the league, if they value his opinion, shouldn't you as well? Now, the social justice issues are the main problems that Kyrie Irving presents, but there also are other legitimate concerns with this NBA season resuming that the players have to discuss and think about. Of course, we talk about the COVID-19 concerns, the health concerns, the fact that Disney World staff wouldn't be confined to the quarantine bubble. Now, if you're not familiar with what the quarantine bubble is, when these players go to Disney World and they're going to pile into these different Disney World hotels and play at this neutral location, they are going to be confined uh, to a certain space, an area. Now, they're free to do what they want within that area, but they can't go outside it. Within this bubble, theoretically, if everybody stays inside this bubble, no one will go out and contract the coronavirus and then spread it to their teammates and their peers and their coaches and and the other league officials that are there. Good theory. However, if you have the Disney staff, those who work in the hotel, the chefs, servers, housekeepers, janitors, if they are allowed to go outside the bubble to go and be with their families and be with their homes, What's to stop them from coming back into the bubble with the coronavirus that they got from someone on the street or someone in their home? That's a legitimate concern. On top of that, some players have basketball-related concerns, like, for example, maybe Devin Booker of the Phoenix Suns or DeAndre Ayton of the Phoenix Suns or Bradley Beal of the Washington Wizards. They have a small to 0% chance of actually making the playoffs. So what's the point in them playing these eight games when they could potentially get sick or they could hurt themselves, potentially having a negative impact on their careers down the road? These are all things that the players are thinking about, that the NBA has to think about and take into account and questions that need to be answered before the season resumes. So Kyrie has made his opinion known, and we do know that there are some players that agree with him. However, there are a lot of players 
that see flaws in his logic and disagree with him. I'll talk about that more in just a second. Before that, though, I want to let you know that the Locked On Podcast Network stands against racism and social injustice. That's why we, the hosts, are making personal donations to local and national organizations that are fighting for change. And in the month of June, Locked On is matching the total of all host donations up to an additional $10,000. You can make your own donations along with us by visiting LockedOnPodcast.com slash Black Lives Matter. That's LockedOnPodcast.com slash Black Lives matter to make a donation put your money where your mouth is and help create real radical necessary change in our world and our country this is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design experience the empowering feeling of the lexus suvs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the invitation to lexus sales event now through april 1st lease the 2024 rx 350 premium all-wheel drive for 528 a month for 36 months with 49.99 to exciting experience amazing at your lexus dealer call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease offer and pricing details not all customers will qualify offer in the lexus eastern area and it's april 1st 2024 So I personally don't have any issue with Kyrie Irving's concerns and him voicing them. However, I do have some issues with his logic, and clearly so do other NBA players. Guys like LeBron James, Austin Rivers, Patrick Beverly, and others have come out against Kyrie, not with the message that he's trying to send, but just with the logic of his argument, and that them playing in the NBA resuming somehow hurts the cause rather than helps it. I want to read you a quote from Austin Rivers. He posted a long uh, a long post on Instagram really sharing his opinion on Kyrie's comments and, and sharing why he disagrees with Kyrie. And the big chunk of it that I want to read for you here is, we can do both. We can play and we can help change the way black lives are lived. I think we have to, but canceling or boycotting return doesn't do that in my opinion. Guys want to play and provide and help change. I think Rivers hits the nail right on the head here. The NBA has a really unique opportunity. They are, in my opinion, the best sports league suited to make a stand and spread a message of unity, a message that is so needed in our world right now. Unfortunately, there's a clear line in the sand, and there's two very passionate sides. Now, I feel that one side is completely justified, the Black Lives Matter side, and the other side is just either doesn't understand or outright is ignorant and and just does not want to understand. If you're on that side, I don't mean to offend you. That is my outlook on the situation. And I know a lot of people do agree with me. But the NBA has a real opportunity here to reach both sides and spread a general message that racism is wrong and we need to work together as a society to get rid of it, regardless of your ethnicity, your gender, what how you look and what team you support. People pay attention to the names of the victims of police brutality, like George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, that are going to be written on the sneakers of NBA players while they play. People pay attention to the words on a warm-up shirt that LeBron James or Giannis Antetokounmpo is wearing, saying, I can't breathe, or racism is wrong, or Black Lives Matter. And even if you are part of the group that says, I don't want politics in sports, first off, this is not a political issue. This is a humane and humanity issue. Racism is not political. Racism is just wrong. 
But if you are part of the group saying, I'm not going to watch the NBA if players take a knee or if they wear shirts supporting Black Lives Matter or if the NBA tries to push any message other than the final score, the MVP award, and who's going to win the NBA Finals. If that's you, listen closely because you need to hear this. The majority of the people that have that same opinion as you aren't going to be able to follow through. And the likelihood is you won't either. The NBA is not afraid of people who threaten to stop watching because the majority of those people won't stop watching because the reality is you and I need the NBA. We crave the NBA. The NBA knows this. The NBA knows how passionate their players are about the issues in our country. So the NBA is going to make sure those players have the platform and the opportunity to spread the message that they want to spread and provide progress towards ridding this nation of one of the most ugly things in humanity's history, hating someone because of the color of their skin. It's an incredible opportunity for the NBA, and a lot of players are recognizing that, hence their reason for disagreeing with Kyrie Irving. Now, on top of that, players can also use the money that they are earning and making by playing to continue to financially support the fight against injustice. And I fully expect the NBA to continue to financially support that fight with the money that they make off of the players and the resumption of this season. The words mean nothing if there isn't action behind it. And I believe the NBA will take action, which is why the season should resume. Now, there are a lot of people trashing Kyrie Irving and a lot of these people that are trashing Irving and his takes and his comments aren't making it about his comments they're just making it about Kyrie and they feel that their hope of basketball returning and sports returning is being threatened by Kyrie's opinion it's also important to note that Kyrie did say and I haven't seen a lot of people or media companies talk about this Kyrie also said that if the majority of the league, the players, are down to play and feel like it's the right thing to do, then let's do it. Kyrie said that. He's just voicing his concerns and his feelings and letting his peers and the players who don't have as loud of a voice or as prestigious of a reputation, he's letting them know that if they feel the same way he does, they're represented and they can voice those concerns. And that's leadership. Look, I'll be completely honest here because I've never hid from it before. I don't like Kyrie Irving. I'm not a fan of his. I rolled my eyes at his flat earth comments. But that idea of Kyrie, that opinion of Kyrie, has nothing to do with what he is talking about here. I don't have a problem at all with Kyrie voicing his concerns. I don't have a problem with any NBA player that decides because of their discomfort with COVID-19 because of their fear of hurting their career in the long term, or because of the social justice issues right now. If they choose not to play, that is 100% in their right to do so. I support them. I do have a problem with the people who have a problem with Kyrie and players for voicing those concerns. And I'm aware this might alienate some of my listeners and cause you to never listen to this podcast again, but if that is you, you need to get your priorities in check. Players are humans first. Their health, their safety, and their freedom of choice is beyond more important than our entertainment. Our entertainment doesn't matter. If you think our entertainment is the most important thing with everything going on in our world right now, you are naive and clueless. If you think 
our entertainment is a top priority of the NBA and the players, you are wrong. Here's some harsh reality. This is not an insult. This is not a hot take. This is just the truth. Fans are not as important as they think they are. And this is coming from someone who is a die-hard fan. I do not have a superiority complex when it comes to my access and my media background and my journalism career. That doesn't matter here either. I am first and foremost a fan of the NBA. I desperately want the NBA to resume in July, but I am not blinded by my own self-importance to not recognize that the players don't need me, I need them. And that is the case with the rest of fans in professional sports and especially professional basketball. Yes, fans are important. Yes, fans in the stands and fans supporting the league are what make the league what it is today. The league would not be the same without the millions of us around the world that love the game and attach ourselves to these players and these brands and these teams as much as we do. But fans are not as important as they think they are. And that is reality. Once you accept that, and understand that, you can empathize with what these players are going through, empathize with the issues that the league is facing, and appreciate the significance of their progress and their values. One of the main problems that I see with sports fans, NBA fans just as much, they have this wrong idea that athletes somehow owe them something when they absolutely do not. I was having this exact same argument with a couple of followers of mine on Twitter over the weekend. The we pay their salaries argument is just stupid and wrong. I'm not pulling punches here. If you believe that, you need to get educated a little bit. Yes, you are paying your hard-earned money to buy a jersey with a player's name on the back of it. And yes, that's important. And yes, you are spending your hard-earned money to either buy season tickets or individual game tickets or ticket packages to go to an NBA arena and watch a game. I am not taking that away from you. You are spending your hard-earned money. You have a right to spend that however you want. And for you to choose the NBA, that is valuable. And the NBA recognizes that. So do the players. But that is not how the NBA makes its money. And that is damn sure not how the players make their money. Endorsements, advertisements, TV contracts. That's where the money is. And yes, it is important that TV ratings are high enough so that these TV deals can be as lucrative as they are for the NBA. But if we're going full circle and you're a fan and you threaten not to watch anymore, the NBA is going to call your bluff. Because I'd say 95% of the time when a fan threatens not to watch anymore, they don't follow through. They can't follow through. And you know why? It's because we need the league. We need the players more than they need us. Let me tell you about the most useful app on my phone and one of the ultimate life hacks. It's called Blinkist. It's hard to find time to sit down to read and to learn more. When you don't have free time, you can't read or work on personal development. There's an incredible app that solves this problem, and I highly recommend it. It's called Blinkist. Blinkist is really unique, and it works on your phone, your tablet, or your web browser. Blinkist takes the best key takeaways, the need-to-know information, from thousands of nonfiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes that you can read or listen to. Successful people, like business leaders, they're well-known for reading a lot of books. Blinkist is made for busy people like you, who want to get to the main points of a book quickly so you can start using that information right away. And with its audio feature, Blinkist makes it easy to finish a book during your commute, on your lunch break, or while you exercise. 
12 million people are using Blinkist right now, and it has a massive and growing library from self-help, business, health, to history books. Blinkist has the latest titles from bestsellers lists, as well as the classic nonfiction titles you always meant to read, but you never had time to. I'm using Blinkist all the time. I've gotten through a stack of 15 books now because of Blinkist alone, making it just 15 minutes. I can get one book in in my commute to work and back. It's incredible. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com NBA to try it free for seven days and you'll save 25% off of your new subscription. With Blinkist, you can get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books, all the books you want, and all for one low price. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Blinkist.com slash NBA to start your free seven-day trial. And you'll also save 25% off, but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com slash NBA. And of course, got to give a big thank you to another one of our fantastic sponsors here on the Locked on Kings podcast, Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes, Fiat, Kia, and models, Pacifica XT5, it is now impossible to stock all of the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand that his warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. One reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can then use for other important things like the mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership? Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and they're reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than charging prices based off of what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and it does not require membership or account login. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all of the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com I know you have thoughts on this Kyrie Irving situation, and even if you disagree with me, if you're still listening and you want to respond, you want to engage in dialogue about it, I'm always open to that. Maybe I can learn something, and hopefully you'll learn something as well. At MattGeorgeKHDK is how you can reach me on Twitter. You can either tweet me publicly or you can DM me privately, even if we don't follow each other. I suggest you do that. Great way to get a hold of me. Also, if you're not on Twitter and not on social media and you want to reach me, you can do so via email. MGeorge at SackLocalMedia.com. I try to respond to every email. Great place to reach me there. If you didn't listen to my interview with former Sacramento Kings head coach George Carl on Friday, I encourage you to do so. He talks a lot about Vivek Ranadive, uh, talks about Vlade Divac, talks about his time and how he feels he was mistreated and controlled uh, while he was a part of the Sacramento Kings organization. He talks about what it was like coaching DeMarcus Cousins, uh, talked about what he felt could have been accomplished had he had been given more time with the Sacramento Kings, other issues with that team uh, in the organization overall, has some stuff to say 
say about De'Aaron Fox and Dave Yeager and Luke Walton. I encourage you to listen to all of it. It was a great interview. I really enjoyed the conversation. Had a lot of great feedback from that over the weekend. So if you missed it, go and listen to it because on next episode of the Locked on Kings podcast, I'm going to be sharing my thoughts, my opinions, my reaction to some of the stuff that George Carl said because I did not share my opinion on anything. I just asked him questions, let him speak, uh, and that was that. But I do have some strong feelings about some of the stuff he said. I agree with some of the feelings that he had and some of his takes on things, and I also disagree with some of the stuff uh, that he said and some loopholes in his overall argument against the Sacramento Kings and how he felt he was the victim overall. So if you want to hear my comments and my feelings and my thoughts on all of that, uh, you can hear that on the next episode of the Locked on Kings podcast, but be sure to listen to the interview before that for all the content that you will need. Also, I'm doing a giveaway, a contest here on the Locked On Kings podcast. You could win a Kings jersey of your choice from the Sacramento Kings team store. I will order it, pay for it, and have it sent right to you. All you have to do for your chance to win is to leave a review of this podcast on either iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Create an account, use a recognizable name, leave a star review and a sentence or two about what you like or don't like about the podcast, anything that you think is a fair indicator of what the show is. Also, be sure to include a public email in your review that I can contact you at if you win. Winners will be chosen at random. There will be no bonus points for being nice, although I hope that you will be nice anyway. Winner will be chosen on Friday of next week, not this week. That's Friday, the 26th of June. So good luck. I hope you win and get to leaving those reviews. That'll do it for today's episode of the Locked On Kings podcast. Be sure to check out my George Carl interview from Friday, and I look forward to chatting with you very, very soon. Until next time, my name is Matt George. You have been listening to the Locked On Kings podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On Kings. Your daily Sacramento Kings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.